0: and welcome to another episode of don't get this twisted i am the professor with my always co-host tina how are you doing tina
1: I'm good, professor. How are you tonight? Oh,
0: I'm actually not too bad for a change. Glad to hear that. Yes, ma'am. Um, we are going to actually have a subject this week cuz there's been a couple weeks we haven't. We're going to talk adoption and how it's Ooh. affected people on this show. And we're going to we're really going to kind of throw it your way because well, you have experience with this, but I will kind of throw out a couple of statistics that I got from uh, AdoptionBeyond.org because for my friend, Jen in North Carolina, who always tells me that I have to tell you where I got it from. Let's see, there are millions of children worldwide who are orphans. Obviously that's probably many millions I'm going to guess. Uh, let's see, there are more than 118,000 children in public foster care in the U S alone. Six in 10 Americans have personal experience with adoption. Uh, they themselves, a family member or a close friend has been adopted, has been, or has adopted a child. Let's see if there's any other good ones here. Um, there's an estimated 1 million children in the United States that live with adopted parents. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to read this bear with me. No, I think those are pretty good statistics because the other ones are very long and I don't know if they're going to really cross over, but we will, we will go down the road of adoption for you because I know you have a personal story of this and I think it would be good. And I'll see if I can't jump in here every blue moon, but we're going to let you talk for a little bit.
1: Okay. So uh, back when I was with my ex, uh, we ended up getting a daughter that was in the foster care system, but we had personally known her in the family before we, we tried to help her out. So because we were asked, we decided to become foster parents and take her in. So I went from barely dating a guy and trying to make things work to here's an instant family. You know, there's a, there's a kid, but um, he did not want to have the kid. He actually told me that he didn't want to do that. And I said, well, I feel compelled to help out. And if you want to date a woman that has a child, then let me know. So I was going to do this regardless (laughs) because I felt it was the right thing to do. Right. Um, At the very last minute he said okay go and get her but this is going to be your project you know this is what you're taking care of i don't think at the time yeah i don't think at the time we took it very seriously definitely weren't thinking about adopting or even being together long term at that point so right it was uh it was very immediate and um we we had to do a lot in order to adopt her it took a about four, we're almost five years maybe to get all the oh. black tape taken care of. Red tape? Black red tape, tape? Red tape. Red tape. We'll go with red. Anyway, so it took a quite a while and we had to do a lot of extensive therapy sessions and visitations with the family because there were other children and the mom was still trying to get the kids back and it. it was taxing there was always people in our in and out of our lives that wouldn't have been there had we just had our child ourselves um it it was it was a lot it took a lot of focus and attention and um just trying to persevere and get the kid through each and every day whether she's going to be adopted or not you know And,
0: and how old
1: was she uh She was eight when we got her full time. Um, She was one of four children, but by the end of the process, she was one of five and she and I immediately clicked from day one. I remember her even saying that she, when she met me, she knew she wanted me to be her mother, which is kind of a weird thing, but we did have an instant connection. Mm -hmm. So she was the one that ended up asking me for help personally. So she was the one that got the help. There was no way to take care of somebody else's four children and all no. their needs. You know, that was that was way more. And and I realized that the kids didn't trust me either where my daughter did. So that's how we ended up getting her. Um, but it was a, a very taxing process of. Taking her to visit her biological parents, uh, finding her biological parents, um, all the court cases or the court dates, all the doctors, lawyers. It it was I'm surprised that many people do this because if I had the chance to do it and I knew what I was getting into, I wouldn't do it. it. It was so much that it was overwhelming daily. Like what we that, were that's doing. That's what it. I
0: hear though. I, I hear that from people who I know who either are going through it right now or are, or have tried, it's just taxing. The, the, the process is so overwhelming that it, that it literally makes you don't want to do it.
1: And it's demanding like the schedule that they want you to keep is demanding the things that they want for you, The child is demanding, Um, the way in which you have to go about doing it, it was excessive. If they had just left the child with me and said, take care of her and do what you would do with your own daughter, it would have been so much easier. I mean, Mm -hmm. the therapy and everything, I believe in that. So I, I believe that we would have had her in it because we had her in it the whole time, but all the outside influences, this, the social workers, the lawyers, the uncertainty, the, the meetings with the family and when they didn't turn out right, uh, all of that was so much on a child. I couldn't even imagine being in that situation as a child. As an adult, it was too much. Like I said, if, if I had known what I know, I don't think I could have done it. I, I wouldn't have had the faith in myself that I could but I, I did manage. I don't know how I did, Well, I did. I, I think with,
0: with anything like that, I mean, let's say you had your own child, you, you persevere because you have to. Right. Um, even when I got with my ex-wife, you know, my daughters were 12 and eight. So I, I was thrown into being a instant dad yeah uh, uh an instant parent where i was you know i had to make sure that people were taking care of themselves or doing what they were supposed to or ate dinner but you know yes i i understand that it is it probably would have been easier for them to just do that say here here's your child take care of them because it, it, it's hard enough you know doing think, it just regular
1: i think The whole way we did it was hard i mean we barely had gotten together we're kind of filling it out starting to get you know together and then boom here we go like things are going to get very serious very quickly Mm -hmm. and make this happen and we did we we slayed it we did a really good job we we got her to 18 we you know, she's doing all right for herself. She's a college graduate. Couldn't ask for, you know, a better outcome, especially when the first of several social workers said that she was a throwaway child because of her age and that nobody wouldn't want her and that it would be hard. So if we were considering doing this for real, we may want to start with somebody younger. That was, that blew my mind hearing that, you know but unfair, um, devastating. Yeah. And it, it made me wonder, like it's it stuck in the back of my head. I never really said much, but I was like, holy crap. What, are, what do they mean by that? Why would they think that a child is, is somebody you should throw away? But I, what I've come to understand is when a child gets taken away and has had years of abuse, the chances of them becoming a, functioning um successful person is slim
0: yes they're they're talking statistically right which is unfortunate because uh, as much as statistics do reign some kind of truth you know you you should still see everyone as a opportunity uh,
1: for greatness a a workable (laughs) yeah
0: a workable outcome
1: yeah
0: um but like, how, so how old were, were you and um, your ex? soon-to-be ex-husband?
1: Um, let me think. So when this started, I was... When, when you
0: got her? 30?
1: 30. Okay. And he was 42.
0: So that being said, how long had you guys been together? <laughs> well, because I'm trying to measure it to, to my story. Four months. Huh, me too. Wow. I, I moved in my girlfriend who ended up being my wife after knowing her four months with two kids. Wow.
1: Yeah. yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, uh, the exact same thing.
1: You know, and I had always been single, and I'm really good at being single. I was happy, having a good time, living my life, dating several different people. And then all of a sudden boom, this is what you're going to be doing. And this is how it's going to happen. You know, the it, family. It, it, it was a blow mind. I really had a hard time fitting into the role at first, but then you find a way and you get, but the beginning was so hard. I remember thinking every couple of weeks, I cannot wait to get this child through the period that her mom's not going to have her. And then I got to go because this is, too much and it's overwhelming and uh, (laughs) I had no idea that she would be with us for the next 10 years
0: yeah you start looking for a parachute because you think the fucking plane's crashing
1: yeah it was a
0: lot no well and and again so you're taking care of a child now and still trying to um water a new relationship yeah and and I get the same thing, like, it, it's hard because you're still trying to uh, acclimate the child or children, whichever one, mm-hmm. um, that you're not their dad, or at least in my case, not their dad, And but, you know, like their mom a lot. And then at night, you're trying to water the relationship with your new mate, who really you've only been with a couple of months.
1: Yeah yeah you're right it's hard it's
0: it's super hard you know it's overwhelming
1: because i really didn't have i I, this wasn't my plan this wasn't my thing i know that Mm -hmm. since then i've been told that the reason that i did this was because i couldn't have my own kids but i really didn't know for years after that i wasn't going to be able to have children so that was just all bullshit it really wasn't that way. And I wasn't thinking that I wanted a kid and I wasn't thinking I wanted to stay with my, well, now ex at the time, mm-hmm. it was so serious. And I came from a place where I was on my own doing my own thing. And I don't take serious, very seriously. And I'll yeah, I, that time time's
0: serious. <laughs> I don't take serious, very seriously. Right. Cause I'm, cause I'm not very serious. No, I, I I totally understand where you're coming from. And like I said, you know, you're in your case. So my case, it was exactly what you did without any kind of adoption parameters, right? No social workers, no visits, no, this, no, that, no, this. So, like I said, it's hard enough doing it where you're watering a new relationship. You're trying to grow as a couple because you've only been together a little bit. You're still trying to, to have sex often because You're trying to water that relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, And then during the off peak hours as a parent or a new person in someone's life, you're trying to understand the children and and become part of their life with, you know, and in your case, you didn't know you were going to adopt yet. So you were still just mentoring at the time Mm -hmm. and eight. They're not like, you know, they're smart, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she know.
1: she was really smart. You couldn't get much past her, but the education part wasn't there. Like people mm-hmm. don't realize how much time is lost going to class when you're in the situation that you're in, when you're a foster kid, when you have to go to court. Like it they didn't they didn't have a chance. You know these kids had to seriously Fall behind in every aspect of their life, you know, and then not seeing e- even each other, their siblings, it it was it was hard for them to get through. And and I remember watching it and thinking the system is so flawed. You know, we're talking about adoption, but I'm more or less talking about adoption through the through the state um, with foster children. It's it's tremendous. And then if you want to talk about adoption as on a personal level, there's, there's the part where you're never their actual parent. It doesn't matter how many years you've been their parent, they've come from another person. So the ties that they have to that other person are still very um, important. And they're, they're there. And that's something that you can't as the adopted parent, you can't cross, you know, you can't be that um, Yes, no matter so what you,
0: you do.
1: Right. So you're coming from a place where you're taking care of somebody else's responsibilities and you're never going to be enough. And, and that for me was, I, I didn't realize that was going to come with the process and um, it, it, it still to this day bothers me because I really did try to give all that I could and just be everything that I could be to the kid and keep her safe. And it it's still it's still not the same. You know what I mean? There's still that that connection that the spiritual connection that comes only from a woman who has the child.
0: Yes. I mean, yes. no, I, I, because look, at, at the end of the day, <laughs> they're not yours. A- and that hurts no matter what. And, and even as a step parent, I will tell you that, mm-hmm. that it's it, 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 it's never the same. And I have a v- pretty close relationship with my older daughter, my middle daughter at, later in life we have a better relationship, but during that time period, not very good at all, like at all. Like we bumped heads for years and years, but I will tell you, you know, at the end of the day, I consider them my daughters because I raised them out of the house, but they have a father and that's still their dad, no matter what.
1: I definitely say that I'm her mother. I'm on her birth certificate. Like I went all the way, the legal angles did what I needed to do Mm -hmm. to adopt her. So my name and my ex's is on her birth certificate. And that's just the way I see it. As far as like the way that I treated her, that's how it was. But it, it definitely wasn't, it wasn't that way. Because she had a mother, and she had a father, and she she was raised with one of them, well, both of them for a little bit, but her mom especially for quite a while. And there was no even even the way that she thought about being a mom was different. Like she never wanted to call me mom because her mother she didn't feel like was any good, so mom didn't have the same meaning that it does to most people where she could call my ex who didn't do nearly as much as I did dad. Cause she didn't really have one.
0: Right. <laughs> so, right. No, uh, you know, which is very bizarre, but yes.
1: Yeah. It's, it was a hard, it, it's really a hard job to finish what somebody else dumped or dropped off or started. What
0: or started
1: or started. Yeah.
0: Yes. Uh, no, I, I, now I understand that part. Yeah. Because it, was, it was, intense. I, I was, I was never called dad. Okay. Ever. Which I'm totally okay with. Yeah. That, that does doesn't hurt me because I I'm not their dad. Now I will tell you that I've taken some liberties When my uh, youngest daughter got married, um, I ended up doing the service. I got ordained for it so I could. Mm -hmm. But so during the father's daughter dance, she danced with her dad. And as soon as that song was ending, I walked over to the DJ and said, it's my turn. And I danced with her. And the person I am, the last few minutes of that song, I let my ex-wife's new husband dance with her okay because i think that look that it's your stepdad regardless if he's in your life a lot or not but i can tell you one thing i I got the dance because i fucking raised her Mm -hmm. absolutely (laughs) And, and when we danced i told her that i said just so you know i earned this dance and she even said yeah you did okay but Yes. And thankfully I'm not one of those persons that were like, I wasn't hurt that she didn't call me dad. They never did it. They never called me dad just because I I don't think I, I, I earned that part. Mm -hmm. I earned being a father to them, but I didn't earn being called dad and I'm okay with that. But I think, you know, you're kind of in a weird situation because of how it went down and mom still, I don't know. And you're right. She probably the correlation to what a mother is, is probably she never knew what a real mom was. And that's maybe Mm -hmm. that's why.
1: Yeah, it was amazing because she could call my mom grandma before she called me mom, my dad, grandpa, and nobody did any of the work. To me, I was like, I don't get this. But, you know, that's I think that's just part of being mom now that I that I've gone through the situation. Moms mm-hmm. don't get the credit that everybody else does. And they don't because the mom has to be such a big part of the kid's life that it's the one that the kids feel that's the one they have to rebel against. I don't know, but.
0: Um, yeah. I just think different. that, that moms do take a very, um,
1: an ass kicking. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's fair. Now, I mean, in my case, it's a little different. I took my son after I got divorced, so I took the ass kicking. I was both mom and dad.
1: Yeah.
0: So I, and so I didn't I went through a little of that. But I think in your case, yeah, mom, moms generally in a standard marriage take a beating. Mm-hmm. And then from a daughter, it's a whole other thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it is, it, is. Uh, it just is girls are different I, and i'll tell you because i mean my son at a certain my son my ex-wife said if she would have had my son first she would have quit <laughs> seriously in the very beginning because boys are generally kind of cry babies yeah. but when they get to a certain age they just don't need you anymore yeah my son was just like boop and just disappeared <laughs> whatever now the girls i um, her girls, she said were great in the beginning and then teenage came and then that's when everything went to shit.
1: Mm-hmm. That's yeah. <laughs> teenage years are hard on a mom. Uh
0: huh. Yeah. I mean, it's true. They're just, and again, my son was hard on me as a teenager, but I think as a father to a boy, I put that shit in check real quick. <laughs>
1: And and I do feel that men have problems with their sons that they don't have with their daughters, too, because the the sex is the same. Like, just like women with their daughters, they go through it because they're the same type of person.
0: Yeah. I mean, and again, I think a dad can't grab a hold of his daughter and shake the shit out of her and put her up against a wall. Well, but a mom could, can <laughs> A mom can. No, but I think that, but a a boy and his dad, I would jerk my kid up out of his chair.
1: Yeah.
0: And and give two shits if he didn't like it.
1: (laughs) I get you. I I was very much raised in that same type of situation, but I also believe it was very fair and got what we had coming. Of course.
0: No, I look, Uh, my, my son can count how many times he's been spanked on his hand. Yeah. One hand. But the times I did it, I beat his ass. (laughs)
1: <laughs> don't say that
0: i did uh, no i mean i didn't physically abuse him i whooped his ass with a belt or whatever was next to me yeah i i come from that old school my dad whooped my ass and many times
1: yeah we but, used to get a good one too <laughs> yeah and, and and i'll
0: tell you that i nine and a half times out of ten i probably deserved it every single part of it
1: we definitely deserved it. We would push our parents to no end and then they'd snap and then we look like, what the hell that just happened to them? You know yeah. how, did, how did we get here?
0: <laughs> yeah. And then, but, and again, I went to my dad many, many, many moons later and had to sit down with him when I got married and had a child. And I said, I was very sorry to him many times. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm sorry. I put you through a lot of shit and I shouldn't have
1: there was a couple weeks where every freaking other day I was calling my mom to the point where she said, Oh, you're calling. What did your daughter do now? Because it seemed like I was having these epiphanies that I was exactly like her. And so I had to call and apologize and kind of commiserate with my mom. And she thought that was a lot of fun. Like, finally, I'm getting, you know, the, the, Treatment that I deserve, like the value, but yeah, yeah, well, the teenage years were freaking rough.
0: <laughs> look, the most children, most children become their parent or an offshoot of that. That's why we have issues with our kid because they're doing shit we do.
1: Well, that's different when they're adopted, though, because it, it's not. It's not the adopted parent that they're like. It's their biological parent.
0: Yes, but I think like a lot of different things, you, you know, the child that's around you will learn certain things. You're correct. I, I, and again, maybe because my son is like me because he's been around me since birth. So he's seen how I am. Like we walk the same way, which is very bizarre to me.
1: Yeah, but that's that's not adoption. That's genetic. So no, of no, that that's is exactly
0: but there he, is, he he's i think he just we're very much the same and you're right it could be genetic anyway the, there's imprints for sure mm-hmm. but yeah it's yeah it's, it's a very bizarre thing like who we are as parents to an adopted child or a stepchild
1: yeah it's diff- so, it's way different than a biological one for sure
0: yes i'm i'm
1: And not only that, but from the child, you're completely tested. You're you're not you know, they don't they're not going to believe you. They don't they don't automatically trust you when you have a child of your own. You start off with all of that where when they're adopted, you got to start off with building that.
0: Well, or breaking down what other people have taught them.
1: Yeah. That's almost impossible
0: to be honest. It's, it is, it's very hard. I mean, when, when my girls moved in with me, they had never done chores Mm
1: -hmm.
0: ever. And the first thing in my, to my ex-wife was like, yeah, guess what they're doing (laughs) because you have to build your children again. Like you're they're 12 and eight and they haven't done shit ever. How are you going to teach them how to do this? And I was like, well, we're going to do chores and they fucking hated me. One of them actually came to me and said, the only reason that you want us to do chores is that you don't want to do them yourself. And I giggled. I was like, are you kidding? I'll run circles around you doing the dishes. Matter of fact, I have to come back and clean the shit that you didn't clean right the first time. But you're teaching them. You're teaching Mm -hmm. them how to do it. It's a, it's a life lesson. What do you, so looking back on it, obviously many years later, would you change it? And and I know that's a loaded question because like people ask me the same thing. Like, would you, you know, would you not have your son? Well, yeah, as long as I didn't have to remember him. Hmm. If I could restart and just not remember me having a son, I'd go back tomorrow. But I wouldn't restart knowing I had a son and restart again because that's that would just kill you.
1: Well, now that the process of that whole life is coming to an end, the relationship with my ex and the fact that I don't have a relationship with my daughter and haven't since she went off to college. And uh, now, you know, with, with her life moving on, um, I'm looking at all of that. Like it's a complete loss. There's at the end of all this, I will have my friendship with my ex and that'll be it. And because of what it took from me and because of what I had to endure, I would definitely have second thoughts. I'm not saying that I would or I wouldn't because that's just not something I'll ever answer. Um, But yeah, I would, you know, I'm looking at my whole life with these two people coming to an end Yeah. You think about if things were different or if I had done things differently or if I had if I had had the time to even put the thoughts together as to what should be done. I think I think I would have. I don't know. I I don't think I would have jumped so fast to get involved in that situation. It was a huge situation to jump into.
0: Sure. Uh, and again, hindsight is always 2020. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a lot of shit I wouldn't have done. If I could go back <laughs> See, and, and, and I, change it. I
1: don't say that most things I would have done, but there's just some that the price I've had to pay was too high. Uh,
0: I, I would probably go back and change several things. Wow. And, and and this is stuff that has happened within the last 4 years or happened within the last 20. Mm-hmm. And again, it, it's tw- hindsight's 2020 20 because you know the ending. Yeah. So it's almost not fair. Like that's why like I said, like I don't know the ending of my child. So right. I, it's easy to say that I would that I would not have a child or I would go back and live my life differently if I didn't know him or if I couldn't know him, but I, yes, uh, it's a situation.
1: The one thing though, with me that I, because I ended up not having my own children and that need, that desire to have one, I think I filled it by, by adopting my daughter. So I know what it is that I've, that I, went through I know what it feels like to be a mom I know what it's like to to have somebody you constantly are worried about thinking about getting ready um, preparing for teaching I I know what it's like to be a mom I don't know what it's like to have a child go through my body you know go come out from my body but I do know what it's like to be a mom and and I believe that by me going through that it helped me to let go of the idea of being a mom and having my own children. Um, you know, I look back now and had the fertility situation um, happened. I could have had a 10 to a 15 year old to 20. I could almost have a 20 year old if, you know, cause my husband at the time and I didn't use protection. So we could yes. have, a 19, 20 year old.
0: 19. I'll tell you because we're the same age and I was 30.
1: Yeah. And I didn't have that. So I, I feel kind of blessed that after all the fertility treatments and everything not going on and me getting divorced, it's so much easier for the two of us to part ways because it's just he and I going through it, you know? So It would have been different had we had our own child.
0: Oh, it would been 10 years old, you know? Well, and and it would have been a totally different divorce. Yes. I I will. I will tell you that for sure.
1: Absolutely. Um, But again, I don't I don't know because I'm I'm choosing not to fight. It may not have been that big of a deal, even even if he wanted to fight. I think Uh, that we could have figured it out.
0: I think it would have been a different divorce for your child
1: well yeah yeah, when it's absolutely
0: when it's and again, I'm not saying that 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 kind of you know an adopted child is still your child um it, divorce hurts any child i shouldn't you know I shouldn't speculate that it'd be different if it was yours or not, so no, but,
1: I don't think that i was, i I know personally that us getting divorced doesn't really personally affect her. She's on her own. She's, you know, 28. And yeah, she's and living her own life. I, you know, because of the problems that she and I had, yeah, she lived her own life and now she could be with her dad without me being in the mix. Cause she's still yeah. cool with him.
0: Okay. What do you think about, what would you tell somebody if they wanted to do it now, what would be your advice? Would, would you, because, you know, it's a five-year thing. And would you, would you tell somebody to still do it?
1: I don't tell anybody to do it. I, my dad told me when this all started, it is going to be the most selfless, the most ungrateful job you'll ever have in your life. Taking care of somebody else's responsibility is going to take you to the end of what you could deal with. And I can't stop you, and you're going to do it anyway. But know that that's what's ahead. And he was right because he took in one of my friends who was the same exact way. And, um, you know, that was his personal feelings when I asked. And I would definitely agree that 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 he was he was so right it was it was a lot it was just something that that i if i had had the looking back knowing what i know and knowing that my ex and i aren't together and what we had to go through with our child i don't i don't know that i would have done it again cuz it really hurt like the whole situations. I mean, I learned lessons that were invaluable, but like if I could have taken less of the pain, I think it would have taken the easier road.
0: Yes. I I think we, most of us would have taken the, the road less traveled for sure. Yeah. Um, because it's not easy. I mean, raising someone else's kids is not an easy thing. No. To to the point that we will have a show coming out about that. <laughs> about raising other people's children.
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, you probably just don't remember we did that show, but it's okay. It'll come out soon.
1: Yeah.
0: Or by the time this one's on, it had probably already came out. But, um, yeah, it's it, it's not easy. It's just not. Um, I can see why in your case. You know, to me, the journey had to be difficult more than anything else.
1: It was a constant struggle. Yeah.
0: I I just, I, and not to say, oh, hey, they should make it easier for people to adopt because I don't know, but it, everyone that I know who's done it says, it's just so much. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, there's there's no end to what hoops you have to jump through just to prove that you're stable enough to take on a kid. I remember the they gave you papers that you had to sign that were about your past. And I had mentioned that I was molested when I was four. And then because I answered that question, I had a series of other questions to answer about that. And then I had to see the psychologist to make sure that I was okay through all that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, first of all, why is this anybody's freaking business? But I get it. They're worried about pedophiles. I don't know, whatever they're, yes, they got I'm... going on. But, but to go to the length that I had to go to and explain myself to the Degree that I did, I wish I would have just said no. I didn't have any,
0: right? (laughs) But
1: at the same time, you want to be honest. You want to know that you're you're sane enough to take care of somebody else's kid too. So I don't know. It was for me. It brought up a lot of my own abuse. It brought up a lot of my own insecurities. It. definitely when and and you know what looking at it moms are insecure anyway moms think that are we doing the right thing is this going to work is this going to help them they got to be you know together and i need them to be smarter and we got to work on this and i got to take them to that and women just kind of obsess about their kids at least around here where where i'm living um but it was it was a tremendous responsibility. It was something that definitely made my personality grow. Um it it was not without a shit ton of pain though. But isn't that being a parent anyway? That's what I hear.
0: Yes. <laughs> it, so. it is. Whether you they're yours or if you've raised them. Yeah. It it is is it's not an easy thing to do. It's just not. No. Um, I wouldn't change anything. Um, because you can't, but I wouldn't even say that I had a a horrible experience. I learned a lot of lessons with my two step girls. By the time my son got to a certain age, I kind of understood, you know, maybe how to take care of that.
1: Yeah. For me, there was a lot of good. There was, man, that kid could just make miracles happen. She was so smart and she tried so hard and she put everything she had into it. And she believed in herself. And I believe that the reason that she did was because I made sure I believed in her to that degree. And um, we had a really good relationship up until... She was like 17 and then into 18, it just wasn't, it wasn't the same. And the trust wasn't there. And the, the, I don't know, just the changes that were occurring on every level were, were just overwhelming.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, any last words on uh, our show for today?
1: Ooh, last words. Um, We are,
0: we are at our, our level.
1: Okay. I would say really be cautious. If you want to adopt a child, know what you're getting into, make sure you have the time to do it, make sure you have the patience and energy to do it because it, it will, it will be taxing. We'll just say that. Okay.
0: Um, I would definitely say for anybody who's out there, do as much research as you feasibly can.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Um, before you get into the long, uh, tiring system from what Mm -hmm. I understand. Um, but yeah, you know, look, it's, it, I, it's a good experience for me, at least from the, of the thing of raising a children or raising a child. So, uh, you want to tell these people where, uh, they can actually hear this crazy show.
1: Yes, uh, you could listen to us on Spotify, Google, Amazon, Apple, Facebook. Uh, we have listeners coming in from all over, which is super cool. Uh, but please follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe and share. Uh, tell your friends about us. Let's get some more listeners where we have hit our 600 download mark. So that's pretty cool. We have more and more listeners in India, and we have a few more states here in uh, in the United States that are listening. So thank all of you for listening. And please continue to share and subscribe.
0: All righty. Well, you know, this is a show about opinions. So please don't get it twisted. We're just talking shit. And uh, we enjoy it. We'll see you in a week because we like bringing you content. I am the professor for Miss Tina. You have a wonderful afternoon, evening, day, whenever you're listening to this. Tina, got mad love for you. We'll see you in a week. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Bye.